you can receive all the latest episodes of Hollywood and Beyond with Stephen Brittingham delivered to your favorite listening device by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or whatever happens to be your favorite podcast listening service. Don't miss out. Tune in. Hi, this is Carrie Denzel, actor, producer, creator, and writer of State of Slay. I invite you all to join me on my blog, stateofslay.com. Slay in this case being an acronym for self-love appreciate you. As I talk about my journey from the darkness of depression to living in the light today and finding self-love and forgiveness for myself. It is a sense of community, a place of sharing, of love, and a place where we inspire and encourage one another. So come and join me and all the other Slayers at stateofslay.com. Slay on. To Hollywood and Beyond podcast with Cincinnati host Stephen Brittingham. Experience meaningful and in-depth interviews with Hollywood's most interesting people. Enjoy the show. Hi, friends and listeners. This is host Stephen Brittingham. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond. As host, my goals are to provide you with meaningful, in-depth, and fun interviews each and every episode. And I am having a blast. I hope this finds all of you doing uh, exceptionally well out there and being good to each other, but most importantly to yourself. We can often overlook the importance of being good to ourselves because by being good to yourself you are actually being good to your own heart. Today I have an extra special guest, and you may say, well, what makes her extra special? That list is long, but to give you an example, if you were to look up the word professionalism in the dictionary, you would probably see a picture of her. I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Lately, you can also add the word inspiration as well. She is a Canadian actress, as well as a producer and writer and just an outstanding and talented lady. I am very excited to speak with her today. We have a very interesting topic, and it involves a blog that she uh, oversees and and writes, and I can't wait to speak with her about it. So I'd like to go ahead and welcome this talented lady to the show. Carrie Genzel, welcome to the show. Oh, wow. What an intro, Stephen. Thank you. You are most welcome. It's certainly well-deserved. It's, it's wonderful to be speaking with you again today. Oh, it's great. It's always fun to, to catch up with you and talk about what's happening. And, um, you know, usually we're talking about different projects that I might have coming out. So it's fun to talk about uh, personal things. It's fun to talk about inspirational topics and, and about my blog, State of Slay, and, um, you know, things that we can do every day to feel good about who we are and, and what we can do to share that with others. Absolutely. I'm very excited to learn more about the blog. I do know um, uh, some things about the blog. I, I certainly uh, recommend it to anybody listening out there right at the beginning of this episode. I, I've been inspired by it, and I think it's just absolutely terrific. I would like to go ahead and uh, uh, ask you, Carrie, if, if someone was not familiar with your blog, how is the best way that you would describe it to that person? Well, State of Slay is really all about self-love and empowerment. And it really comes from my journey of finding that for myself. Um, I grew up most of my life not liking myself at all. In fact, I hated myself uh, for most of my life. And I also didn't have the skills um, and I wasn't encouraged to share my feelings with other people. And so as a result, I kept everything inside and stuffed it down. And I got so good at it that I wasn't sharing anything with anybody, including myself. (laughs) 
Um, and, and, and that got me to a place of a lot of darkness. Um, it was, I was going to say depression, but it was beyond that. Um, I really was just living in complete darkness all the time. Um, and, and from the outside, people wouldn't have necessarily known that many didn't, um, because I would put on the show and I would be who I thought you wanted me to be. And, um, you know, I was able to kind of sneak by life that way for the most part, but inside I was really dying and, um, and become very empty inside. And so state of play is really there as a voice and a beacon of hope and of light uh, to anyone that may be struggling or just having a bad day or just looking for something to relate to. Because in the end, even though we all may look different, we may come from different places, we may have different jobs, different families, we are more alike than not alike. And so my goal with State of Slay is to really point that out to people and, and hopefully build a community of people who, like myself, are just trying to do the best they can every day and, and to be them, their best selves. And, and that's really what's happened with it, and it's really exciting. Well, thank you for that wonderful and in-depth description. I appreciate it. Um, and I'll tell you what, this day and age that we live in, it's a fast-paced world, no doubt about it. There's a lot of distractions. It's easy to, to, to not only get lost out there, but to lose yourself. And uh, it sounds like you really had something deep within you that was lingering there, that, that maybe others weren't completely aware or even aware at all, but, but you knew it was there. So was there a moment in your life or in your career that you decided that maybe things needed to be different? Well, for me, I just hit a wall. Um, the sign that something needed to be different was that I had started to plan my own suicide. And not only was I planning it, I was romanticizing it. Um, so it was very obvious that this was probably the time when I should reach out for help. <laughs> well, sure, um, yes. Things had gotten that dark for me. I just, because wow. I wasn't sharing, sharing who I was and what was happening and how I was living my life with anybody, um, the only voices that I was hearing back were my own. And those voices were lying to me. Those voices were telling me that nobody would care if I wasn't here, that I didn't matter, that everyone would be better off if I wasn't here, um, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't talented enough, that I wasn't pretty enough, that I wasn't enough of anything. Um, and when you're not sharing those things with other people, and your voice is the only voice you're hearing, that becomes your truth. And that was my truth every single day. And I didn't know how to get out of that. Um, again, not reaching out for help. I wasn't getting any feedback. I wasn't hearing, hey, let me lend you a hand. Let me give you a phone number. Let's go get a coffee. I wasn't getting that because I wasn't telling people that that was going on. If anybody asked me what was happening in my life during that period of time, I'd say I'm fine, and I'd smile, and then I would go home and cry. Um, so I was really living in a hell that I had made for myself, and I didn't know how to get out. The only way that I thought I could get out, because I wasn't sharing with others, and I was only listening to the voices in my head telling me what to do, was to kill myself. Um, and so there was a night when I got really scared because I realized that that's where I was and I realized that I had stopped caring about myself and I knew that that was a dangerous place for me to be. And um, for me, I, I didn't know what to do and I, I prayed and I wasn't a religious person. I wasn't anyone, certainly at that time, that thought anything out there cared about me. Um, I was ashamed of who I was. I was ashamed of how I was living. And I certainly didn't think that I deserved to be saved by anything or anyone. But instinctively, <clears throat> I just prayed. And I asked for help. And um, the next morning... I heard a voice that just said, you're done. 
And I took that as meaning as you're done living like this. This is done. You're done. And for whatever reason, without even thinking about it, I picked up the phone and I called a friend who I knew would understand because he had been through a lot in his life. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's going on with my throat. Oh, that's fine. Um, and, uh, and I called him and I said, hi, I need help and I don't know what to do. And that was the first time I'd ever asked anyone for help. And I told him what was going on. I told him what I was thinking. I, was telling him, I told him what I was planning. And he said, I have some numbers for you. Are you willing to call these people? And I said, yeah. I'm willing, I'm willing to do anything. <laughs> uh, which was the magical words. I'm willing. <laughs> yes. Um, it's amazing what can happen and the change that you can um, have in your life when you are willing. And being willing doesn't necessarily mean that you're ready to take action, but you're willing to look at things differently. You're willing to consider it. You're willing. That means that little door is open, you know, where it had been shut for me for so long with a lock. <laughs> um, yes. And I just said, I'm willing. And that literally was the start of my life. That moment, that phone call was the beginning of my life, of me actually living my life. Um, because before that, it was just me hiding all the time and being afraid that you were all going to find out that I was a big piece of crap. And so even though I found success, in my career, and I always had friends, I was always in fear that it was all going to be taken away because I didn't deserve it. So I never fully enjoyed it. Um, that might have caused I, a lot of anxiety. Oh, my gosh. I had massive anxiety attacks. <laughs> yes. I truly did, um, especially the more success that I found and the more eyes that were on me. Um, the more anxiety that I had because I was just in fear all the time, um, which is sad when I think back. You know, it really truly is um, that I lived that way back then. Um, but it's a reminder of where I don't ever want to be again. Um, I live my life today at peace. I live my life today loving who I am. And... Even on a bad day, I can still love who I am, um, even more so, because we all have good days, bad days, and typically it's just us labeling something a good day or a bad day, but generally there are days that are tougher than others, um, but it always passes, and I know today that I just need to be my best self. I just need to do my best, and that's enough. And I not, may not be able to do what I was hoping to do, but if I did my best, that's enough. And it's incredible to be in that place from, from the place that I came from, um, which was just a living hell, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I was sharing this recently that um, about a year into this journey, I don't even, actually, I don't even think it was a year, uh, I was at a girlfriend's place, and she had a bunch of photos on the refrigerator. And I was standing in the kitchen talking to her, and something caught my eye, and I looked at the photos, and um, there was a photo of a girl at, um, at a party. And I looked at it, and I said, oh, she has the same purse that I do. And my girlfriend looked at me, and she said, Carrie, that's you. Hmm. And that was from a time, that was from the time that I wanted to die every day. And I looked at that picture and I didn't recognize myself. And the reason I didn't recognize myself is because my eyes were dead. There was no light in my eyes. No and light or light. I found so much light mm -hmm. at that point in my journey that to me that wasn't me. And it was a huge shock um, to stare at that and go, oh, my gosh, that's who I was. 
That's who I was. Um, and it's still surprising when I come across photos from that period of time. Um, I'll just stare at them and go, wow. And I never want to forget that girl because that girl is who I fight for every day. You know, that's, yes. that's the girl when I get up and I go, oh, I just don't feel like doing this today. But I go, yeah, no, you're doing it. You're doing it because you owe it to her to find some love today, to find some peace today, to find some serenity today, to fulfill your, fill yourself up and to give back, you know. And it is so much about giving back. I'm a big believer in you have to give it away to keep it. Yes. So many people came into my life when I asked for help and freely gave me their time, freely held my hand and said, I'm here with you. What do you need? They listened to me. They supported me. They loved me. They loved me long before I loved myself. But it was through them that I learned to love myself. And... So it's so important for me to give that back to others as it was given to me. So um, going back to State of Slay, that's really, really my motivation behind the blog and really sharing my journey with other people um, is to offer them some support and to offer them um, some hope of, you know, showing them this is where I came from and Mm -hmm. this is where I am today. So it is possible because I'm here I'm here and there's nothing more special about me than there is you except I was willing and I took action that's all it takes um, it's not always easy right? but um, there's nobody more deserving of fighting for than yourself um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I had gotten to a point of such desperation <laughs> that I finally yes. did reach out, um, because I knew, I knew that as somebody who was very, very proud of being independent and overcoming so many things, uh, in my life, I knew that taking my own life was the ultimate fail, it really was to me. I went, wow, that's, you can't fail more than that. Um, and, and, you know, maybe it was that pride that stopped me in the end. Um, but it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's a horrible place to be. It's a horrible place to live there in that place of, when, of getting up every single morning and wishing that you had died in your sleep. Um, and I had attempted to do it, and it didn't work. Um, so I was, I was going to figure out how to do it the right way. Um, and that's just a horrible place to live, a horrible place to live. And I don't have a problem talking about that because I know there are so many people out there that struggle and are in that place. Yes. And, you know, I hope that um, by them hearing someone talk about how they were there and what they were thinking and what they did to get out might inspire them to also reach out for help because there's so much help out there. Yes. You know, there's, there's hotlines you can call. There's chat rooms online. Um, there's support groups. There's so much help out there, and it's free. Um, there's really no excuse for saying, I didn't know where to go. Um, because it's all out there. It's all out there. I did a, a campaign uh, for Valentine's Day with I'm Alive, and they're a fantastic group. Um, and so I would encourage anybody who may be struggling or just wants someone to talk to, uh, to go and find them online. I'm Alive. Um, you can chat with them for free, and they have trained counselors um, who will talk to you. Um, they're a great organization, but there are many out there. Um, there's help out there if you pick up the phone or you log into your computer and 
uh, reach out. There are so many people that are waiting to talk to you. This is true. There is there is so many avenues for for help out there, like you like you described. Yeah, and I, and I really appreciate you, Carrie, for sharing all that you did. I really was not aware of just about all of it, to be quite honest okay. with you. So uh, this is uh, quite a unexpected, uh, uh, you know, revelation to me, and I'm just so. Um, I mean, my heart is stirred and. And I really thank you for being willing to share all of that. And uh, speaking of inspiration and, uh, you know, a blog or something uh, that can lift up a person, I, I think is so meaningful this, these days. And, and yours does just that. Sometimes a person just needs one little avenue to help them get their day going better or to feel better. And right. if it's a blog or if it's just a, a nice Facebook post or someone just saying a kind word to someone, it goes a long way, doesn't it? Oh, it really does. It really does. Um, and sometimes it's just that reminder, too, of seeing something, a quote or, yeah, it could be, you know, a, a picture or something that reminds us that everything is going to be okay or that whatever is happening will pass or it puts something into perspective. It's it's uh, it's easy sometimes to get stuck in our heads of thinking that things have to look and sound and be a certain way. And many times it's not at all what we think it's supposed to be, but it's the way that it's supposed, like it is the way that it's supposed to be, not the way we think it's supposed to be. Um, and if we're able to let go of those parameters of it has to look like this or it's not a good day, um, and just accept what is and look for the good, um, your day gets a lot brighter. Your day gets a lot more positive. Yes, it does. Um, you know, I've, I talk uh, about it a lot of like, look for the good and expect the good. Because when you do, the good comes, you yes, know? And that's yes. tough when you're sitting in the darkness because you're looking for the dark. <laughs> yes. I did, right? Yeah, I wanted right. to continue the narrative that I was a horrible person who didn't deserve good things. And so I looked for things that would continue to tell that story. And it was hard to step out of that and look for the light and look for the good. Um, And for me, a large part of that came with surrounding myself with people who were also on that journey and that path. People who maybe were a little ahead of me in their journey and also people that were right where I was because there was... Uh, you know, a lot of comfort in turning to somebody and going, are you having a bad day today? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, well, let's get coffee. <laughs> um, you know, well, that there, always cheers me up. There you go. But there are strengths in numbers. And, and for someone that always prided herself as a lone wolf, uh, it was it was a different way of thinking to think, oh, I have all this support around me if I ask for it. You know, that's the thing, too, is that there are people that suffer alone and go, nobody cares about me. But if you're not telling us what's going on, if you're not sharing that you need a hand, that you need an ear, that you need a hug, um, we don't know that necessarily because we're not mind readers. You know, if you keep saying, I'm okay, I'm okay, we're going to go, okay, you know, all right. And there's certain people that we know better. <laughs> and we'll reach out anyway because we know them well to go, no, I can tell that things aren't good. But it's really up to us to say something's wrong or I don't know what's going on or can you just listen to this? Or um, it's, it's, it's up to us to say it's not okay. And as I said, it's okay not to be okay. You know, I think we live in this society and certainly on social media where everybody's painting these rosy pictures of their life and people who aren't feeling good about themselves will look at those and look at the media and think, well, I don't have that, so I'm doing it wrong. Yes. Um, Yes. But those people might not have it. You know, it's, it's That's a good point. fallacy that everyone's yeah. life is all about vacations and, you know, yes. great meals and parties. Sure, everybody has a little dose of things like that and great things, but everyone has bad times as well or things they're struggling with or things That's they right. suffer with. 
they're not necessarily posting that on social media. <laughs> so they're not you know, sharing I, that I, quite as much. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a I wrote a blog on State of Slay a while back saying don't judge your insides to other people's outsides because you can't you don't know what the truth is and as I say always nobody has a free ride everyone has things that they struggle with that they're dealing with that may be challenging for them they just might not be sharing it. So um, it's up to us to share when we need help, when we're feeling down, uh, when maybe we need some advice uh, or just need a friend. Um, There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, listen, do you have a few minutes? This is what's going on for me today. Um, And typically, you know, I was always terrified to do that, and, and it was hard for me at the beginning to do that. But what I found was when I did do that, more times than not, whatever issue that was going on that I was struggling with, the other person would say, oh, I've done that, I've been there, or I'm feeling that way too. Mm -hmm. And then there was a connection. And I'd go, oh, really? It's not just me? And that friendship would get stronger because now there's that bond. And we go, okay, and, and the other person may say, I don't know what to do either. And I go, neither do I. Let's figure it out, <laughs> you know? Yes. And now Let's at least you're working, working on it together. Um, you know, more times than not, people do understand what you're going through than they don't. And if they don't understand because they haven't had that exact experience, they can relate it to other parts of their life, Um I mean, I've had people come to me with all kinds of things, and some of them I haven't had that exact experience, but I can relate it to something else and say, you know what, that's not my experience, but I did go through this, and here's how I handled it. I don't know if that can help you, but something to think about. And, you know, and it gets a conversation started, you know, or I might think of someone who I know has been through that and say, hey, listen, would you be open you know, to having a conversation with my friend. I know they've been through this. Um, but at least then you're in a solution, right? And, um, yes. and that's the most important thing is to, to be in the solution and not in the problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. I am just so touched by hearing you uh, describe all of this. I really appreciate this. Um, I, I have had, I have no problem saying to you, Carrie, of course, I really don't say this very much to anybody, but uh-huh. I too have had my own um, struggles and probably a lot more than maybe one might anticipate mm-hmm. if they um, know me know me personally or know a little a bit about me. So I can relate to much of what you said yeah. um, in, in many ways. Um, I've had some very difficult times in my life where... I really didn't know if I had the strength to really go on Mm -hmm. for various reasons. So I I just, uh, I think it's important that I say that because, um, uh, you know, sometimes it is a matter of uh, having a lot of different perspective where you finally, you need to reach out to somebody. Yeah. You need to be honest with yourself, don't you, Carrie? Because sometimes we we try to say, well, um, you know, I can't make any difference with my situation. But if we start to really think about it, then we might be able to see a little light at the end of the tunnel somehow, if we look mm-hmm. for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and as I said, it is hard when we're sitting in complete darkness to go, let me look for the light. <laughs> yeah. you know? Where is it? And, I don't see and it. <laughs> it. And sometimes you can't see it. But what helps is, you know, I'm on State of Slay, I have these incredible people uh, who yes. follow my blog. And we always say, you know, when you're sitting in the darkness, we'll be your light. We'll sit, we'll sit there with a torch and be your light. And, um, and that's been an ongoing theme now for, for gosh, you know, yes. probably eight or nine months. But it's, it's true. It's like even if you can't find the light for yourself, if you reach out, someone might be able to um, hand you their torch and give you their light uh, until you can find some. Um, but even just the act of reaching out brings some light to a dark place um, because you, you, you're letting it out. You're letting someone know what's going on. Um, I'm a big believer of once you talk about something, it loses its power over you. 
Um, another blog I had written on State of Slay is we're only as sick as our secrets. The things that we hold inside and don't tell people keep us sick. They keep us distanced from people. They, they get in the way of relationships. Um, and many times, most times, they're not nearly as horrible as we think we, they are or how we've built them up in our heads. Um, I know when I started on this path, I had to do a lot of writing. And uh, I was suggested that I write out all of the things that I thought that I had done that were wrong and horrible and these secrets that I was carrying around. And when I had to go and read them to somebody... Gosh, this makes me emotional just remembering this. Sure. Um, I had to go and read them to somebody. I honestly thought that that person would never want to talk to me again. <laughs> oh, my. Because they would know that I'm such a horrible person. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I honestly believed it. Like, I remember yeah. sitting down and I was like, you know what? This, these last few months have been really great. And um, I, you're probably not going to want to see me after tonight. But thank you so much for your friendship. <laughs> Thank you uh, very much. Um, it's very interesting. And she laughed at me, and I was like, I don't know why you think this is funny. I'm really kind of bummed out about it because I think you're really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I proceeded to read out loud, you know, what I had written down. And what happened is, is that she looked at me and smiled and said, yeah, me too. Yes, I yes. did that too. Yes, I understand that. Every time I would read one out. And I looked at her and I was like, Oh, oh, really? You know, because I had put her in such high regard as being this healthy, beautiful person that I was like, you did all this stuff too? Okay. You know, it, it, it right. just took this huge weight off of me and, and all of that stuff lost its power over me that shame that I used to walk around with of like, oh, if anybody knew that I did that or said that or, you know, oh, my God, they would just think I'm awful. Um, it all went away. And, and for the stuff that I could fix, I then had a list, right, of, okay, I need to, mm -hmm. I need to make this right with these people. And again, that's being in the solution. You're able to take action, with that stuff. You're not just carrying it around in this big bag and dragging it behind you wherever you go. You know, that's something you can work with, you know, and the stuff that is just behavioral or um, isn't necessarily something that you can go and, and apologize for or make an amends for is stuff that tells you what your patterns are so that you can work on changing that if they're not serving you really just giving you the information and tools that you need to be a better person, to, to live your life in an honorable and loving way. And yes. it's really just kind of an investigative <laughs> tool <laughs> um, to find out all of that stuff. And, and sometimes, you know, it was really hard to see it, see it all on paper and go, whoa, okay. Um, but as I say to people all the time, that is who you were. That is not who you are today, because today you're making better choices. Today you're striving to move beyond that person. You know, today you're looking right. for the solution and not continuing to create the problem over and over and over again. So, yes, it can be shocking and it can be overwhelming to look at all of that on paper, but finding the positive in that is that's not who you are right now. And you use who you were to learn and be the person that you want to be and the person that you truly are. Because I believe that we all are good inherently. We just sometimes have a lot of crap that we dump on top of that beautiful being and beat that yes. person up. But when we really let ourselves shine and be our true selves, we're all incredibly beautiful in our own ways. Um, and so once I was able to get the dirt and the, the crap and the shrapnel and the mud and the, you know, rocks and whatever else I threw on it, uh, off of there, I was like, oh, you know. And that was kind of the adventure for me because I'd never really truly been myself. I didn't really know who I was. 
So you were going on a rediscovery journey. I mean, I was on who you really are. A rediscovery. <laughs> it was like, yes. I was like, you know, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> let's see what we're going to do. Where find. are we going to wind up uh, today? Wow. I mean, I, I, it really scared me a little bit because I'm like, what if yes. I don't really like that person either? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was fun and it was challenging and it was a little scary. And, um, you know, my emotions were kind of all over the place as I discovered new things. But yes. who I found was I feel like who I always truly knew was in there that was my essence. That was my core. Um, I just beat the heck out of that poor girl for so long and stuffed her down that, you know, she got really quiet. Um, but, you know, once I was able to like let her shake it off and, and get out there and do her thing, I was like, you know what? I like her. I like me. Um, and yes. it's, it's amazing to say that. Now, my journey has been over 12 years. Uh, now. So it is easier to say that <laughs> than it was the first day. <laughs> oh, um, sure. I, I remember the first, I was within the first few weeks of me uh, stepping on this path. And I've shared this, bef- I've shared this before. Um, I was at a homeopathic doctor's office and I, cause I was trying to find some, something naturally that I could, um, help me with my anxiety because as much as my anxiety was crazy when I was living in the dark, it was off the rails when I like took away all the things I used to do to numb myself and hide. You know, I felt like I was like sitting in like a, like a stadium completely naked and everyone was looking at me. I was like, like, I didn't have, I didn't have any of the tools that I used to use to make me feel okay you know, um, things that were killing me essentially, but I thought, okay, this is just going to help me get by. So when I, when I took all of that stuff away from myself, I, um, I felt completely exposed anyway. So the anxiety was really off the charts, crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I'd gone to see, go, I went to see this homeopathic doctor, um, that that was suggested to me and she was wonderful. Uh And so she was taught, I was telling her about how I was feeling and why I was feeling that way. And she handed me a mirror and she said, I want you to hold it up to your face. And I said, okay. And it, and at that point, and for, I mean, I don't even know how long before that, but a long time. I had stopped looking at myself in the mirror because I hated myself that much. So when I would wash my face or I brush my teeth, I would look down in the sink. I wouldn't ever look at myself unless I had to put, you know, mascara on or something. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, and when I was at work and I'd have to look in the mirror, I would go, oh, but that's the character. That was the way I could do it. That's not me. That's the character I'm playing. Um, so here I am sitting in this office with no makeup on, just me, raw, and she hands me a mirror and says, look at yourself in the mirror, Hmm. and I want you to say I love you, and I couldn't do it. Hmm. I could not physically get those words out of my mouth. And I started crying, and I said, it's not that I don't want to. I can't do it. It won't come out. You don't feel it's true at that moment. still hated myself so much and I didn't think I was worthy of love. Mm. And, uh, and so, you know, I say to people, if I've come from that and now have a blog that I write every day talking about self love, (laughs) you can do it too. You know? And if I would have told that girl with the mirror that she was going to have a blog that she was going to (laughs) share with the world (laughs) about, how she felt, that girl would have been like, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding, and laughed. <laughs> like, right, right. Never in a million years um, would I have thought that this was where my, my path would go. But it's funny because that same woman who I sat down and read all of my horrible things to um, is a great writer. And uh, she had said to me um, during the first few years of this journey, you should write, you should write. And I was like, I'm not a writer. You're a writer. I'm not a writer. She's like, no, you should write. So um, when I launched the blog, 
I sent it to her. <laughs> and I said, it seems that uh, all of your encouragement over the years has uh, finally paid off because here's my blog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Here it is. Here it is. You know, and that was another great lesson for me of just say yes. You know, I'm a big believer of saying yes to things when they're presented to us, uh, mm-hmm. unless they're detrimental to us, because those things get, you know, get presented to us as well. But I mean, in sure. terms of new opportunities or getting out of our comfort zone, just say yes. Um, you know, it took me a while to, to get this, the, uh, the, uh, the courage enough to get, to, to get this together and say, I'm going to launch this blog, because I'd never launched a blog before, and I'm not necessarily the most tech-savvy person. But um, I'd asked the universe, I said, if this is what you want me to do, show me. Because it kept coming to me. People kept saying, you should write, you should write a blog, you should this, that. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know, I've never done anything like that. And, um, and the once I had asked for, the, for signs, it just kept coming. <laughs> oh, it was all wow. over the place. And I was like, wow. okay, I get it. I guess I need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Definitely. And so I, you know, got into, you know, how do you write a blog? How do you, what do you, how do you make a blog? You know, I didn't know any of it. Um, right. But it's, it's about saying yes, you know, and I know you've done that, Stephen, in your life. You've said yes to new things and new opportunities. Our heart tells us where we should be going. You know, there's reasons why we're attracted to certain things and certain activities and certain people um, and we should always follow that because it's, it's probably showing us where we should, where we need to be or, or what we need to investigate. And, um, certainly state of slay was that for me. And, and once I knew for sure that that's what was coming to coming at me, I was like, mm-hmm. well, now I have to get, I got to get into action and make it happen. So, um, there was a lot of research that went into uh, how to do it and <laughs> well, where sure. to do it. And yes, oh my goodness. Yes. And now it's just a part of my daily life. So it's, it's funny how you learn, you know, it's, it's a, there's always a learning curve and then it just becomes yes. a part of what you do. And I think what you do is outstanding and, and fantastic. Oh, thank you. I can't tell you how many times my day started off on the right foot because of something that you uh, posted a, on your blog and uh, and you know what I really um what I really uh well gosh I like so many things about you Carrie but one of the things I like about your approach with the blog is you know sometimes you start off by saying hey you know what things aren't going to be perfect all the time or we're going to have difficulties right and then you go on to make a, a very meaningful and important point and I like that you you don't shy away from hey I'm not saying you're not going to have difficulties in life, because don't you think, Carrie, that sometimes when we try to change some people, unfortunately, and, and this is even a lesson to learn, it was for me, that you think everything has to be instantly perfect or how it should be, and when it doesn't turn out that way, you go right back to the darkness again. Oh, it's true. I, it's so true. It reminds me of when I was really new on this journey, and there was this part of me when things would go wrong or things were difficult of like, well, wait a minute, I've completely changed my life around and I'm doing good things. So now (laughs) everything should be rainbows and unicorns. What's going on here? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) You know, I remember there was a time, oh my gosh, I was trying to get to my therapist office and uh, I was trying to find parking and parking was difficult. And, and I was trying to wait because I thought somebody was going to leave and it was a good spot. And so I was actually parked in a red zone, but I was like, hope, like, as I thought the person was going to go and this cop comes up to me and says, you can't park here. You need to move oh. on. And I'm like, well, I know, I know. I just, <laughs> I think this person's going to leave and I'm trying to get to therapy. And he goes, yeah, that's great. You can't park here. <laughs> like somehow I was going to get like a pass because I was going a to a therapy pass. session. Like, oh, oh, you're doing something good for yourself? Then just, you know, park just, illegally. Just that's go fine. right ahead. It's okay. But it was, that, it was that realization of like, oh, right, I still have to follow the rules. <laughs> it's just because I'm doing something good for myself today. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I get a pass from life. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but it is true. I think... I, that is why I also share 
um, the dark stuff. I share where I came from. Um, if I am talking with people one-on-one uh, and I'm having a, a, a challenging day, I share that because it's important. It's just as important to hear that as it is the good stuff because there are so many people that think, well, why, why is why is this person only having good days and I feel like crap today? I must be doing it wrong or it's not working for me or I'm not going to get it. Um, And so it is really important to share those days so that people go, oh, oh, it's not just me, you know, or it's not always going to be, you know, a beautiful sunny day in my life. Sometimes it's going to be cloudy and that's okay. Um, it, I, I encourage people to share that because I said you, you don't know how many people you'll help by sharing your truth because um, everybody has good days, bad days, challenging days. Um, but when we only share the good, it, it, it leaves those out there who aren't having a good day feeling like there's something wrong with them. And that they're somehow, they've got it wrong. And, and the truth is, is that nobody has an A-plus day every single day. Nobody. Um, so That's it's, true. it's important That's true. To, share, to share those days. And it's, it's, again, it all goes down to hope. of like, yeah, I had that day last week, but today is a great day. And so someone that might be in the darkness might, will go, oh, okay, it'll get bright again. Because it did for her, so maybe it will for me too. Um, you know, it's really just spreading that message of there's hope. It'll change. It'll pass. Um, and sometimes it's us taking action to find the good. You know, we have a choice every day if we're going to have a good day or a bad day. It's really our choice. This there's is true. Definitely things that happen in our lives or things we have to deal with that aren't fun to deal with. Taxes, not fun. Jury duty, not necessarily fun. A funeral, not fun. <laughs> right? Right. And, you know, all definitely. part of life, all part of life. But we can go into those situations and say, how can I make the best of this? How can I be of service? What can I do to make this situation better? And just in that thinking, a really bad day can turn into an okay day or, oh, something really surprising happened today because I chose to take action in a positive way. Um, Sometimes if I'm having a really challenging day and I don't feel like I have a lot of steam, I'll say, universe, surprise me, surprise me. And it's amazing what will come when I say that. (laughs) (laughs) And it'll bring you something silly that might make me laugh. Sure, or there might be a sure. really nice surprise, or I'll bump into a friend on the street who's like, hi, and gives me a hug. Um, it's pretty funny. It's, uh, it's amazing what happens when we put that energy out there, uh, what will come back. And, um, you know, it's just about staying engaged in life and, and taking action and um, not living your life like life is happening to you, you know, it's about right. being engaged. It's being about involved. taking action. It's about being involved, right? We're not victims of life. We're not sitting at home and things are just happening haphazardly. There are things we cannot control, but we can control our own actions. We can control how we act and react to them. And, um, and when you interact with life, the universe, those around us, um, it's incredible what comes back. It is incredible what comes back. A friend of mine, when I was, when I was new, uh, I, was, I say when I'm new, because I felt new and brand new when I started living this way, um, used to say to me, live life as if the universe has it rigged in your favor. And I would mm. go, but, I, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> He said, that, that's the problem. <laughs> I said, as if, and I was as like, if. oh, and I would think about that on days when I felt discouraged or I was tired uh-huh. of like, okay, what if today was rigged in my favor? What if the universe had rigged today in my favor? How would I, 
how would I react to that? How would I behave around that? What would I do about that? And it would change my thinking because then I would start looking for things in my day that favored me and what I was trying to accomplish. And I was like, oh, you're smart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'll still think about that sometime. He gave me, um, I posted them before, these two red dice that I still have. And he's, and he, and he said, this is, these are your rigged dice. (laughs) (laughs) Carry these around because life is rigged in your favor. And, uh, and I've, I've managed to keep them all these years. They always make me smile when I find them. Um, it does come in handy. It's just that little reminder Mm -hmm. of, you know, life is what we make it. It truly is. And it's important to try to be happy again, have happy moments. Um, right. Because I think that um, if, if you are a person, let's say, like as, as we've described it, sitting in the dark, I mean, really in the dark, they're not really experiencing joy. They're just going no. through the motions and they're just repeating the same cycle. You know what? When you start listening to music again and it does something to your heart, you're starting to feel better. You know, when right. you're when you're taking a walk and you can um, see the beautiful surroundings and appreciate uh, a beautiful day, let me tell you, that goes a long, long way. So change is a journey. I mean, like we talked about trying to do it too quick. You know what? When one really realizes it's step by step. And, and just keep going, stay positive, stay true to yourself. It's all just going to kind of blend together somehow. It does. It does. And it does take time. And it's different yes. for everybody. Um, right. Everybody's process is different. I think that's and key, isn't it, Carrie? Uh, it sometimes really people is. get like labeled like, hey, you, you, you have journey. to get over something. Like, like I did. I got over something like that a week ago, but it's two months later. But we're all right. different. We are, we all are different. Um, yeah, it's, it is interesting. I, there's times when I, I, you know, people in my life and I'm like, are you still stuck on that? <laughs> and go, well, it, obviously that, that, that root of what that is, is really deep in that person's life. Sure. Um, there are people though that stay stuck and it becomes yes. who they are as, you know, the grieving person or the yes. one that was shamed or wronged. It's like you got to shed that. You got to let that go. You, you know, have to start to deal you, with you it. You are, it's valid to have feelings around those situations. Yes. And you should have feelings around those situations. But you also need to let it go um, because they just hold us back in the past and uh, they, don't, they don't allow us to move forward. And Carrie, I was just wondering when I was, oh boy, let's just go way back to earlier in the interview. Um, I, I was when I was listening to you. I just was curious about you not liking yourself at all to the depths that you described. Uh-huh. Uh, did you have a now that you can look back? Did you have a fear that maybe if people knew who the quote unquote the real Carrie was, they just weren't going to like her anymore? They weren't going to support whatever project she's in. They're going to think that wow, she's a phony. Oh, yeah. I thought all of those things. I see. Um, I was in constant fear of people finding out the truth, which I thought was I was a big fraud, that I didn't deserve to be there. Um, I was in constant fear of that. Uh, I was extremely private. I didn't share personal things with anybody, really. And, And the relationships that I had back then were not typically very deep because I wasn't capable of having those relationships. I didn't want people asking me a lot of questions. So I would choose people who weren't going to ask a lot of questions. And I didn't know that's what I was doing, but looking back, that's what I was doing. Uh, because, and, and if anyone did start asking a lot of questions, I would, they would disappear from my life. Um, Mm, you know, those were the parameters of the relationships that I had of like, we can hang out or have a relationship, but don't ask me a lot about myself. (laughs) Don't go too deep. Don't go too deep because you're just going to find out something you don't like and you're going to leave. You're going to leave me and abandon me. Um, I had this, I had a, a huge fear of abandonment, um, for most of my life. And, um, and I thought it was because of me that I wasn't good enough. And um, that was my fear. 
always. So um, to build up a life and, and to build myself back up and know that I am good enough and that I'm worthy of love and that I can give love is incredible. Um, that's a huge win for me. I mean, that's the ultimate win. I, I would have to agree with you on that. Carrie, I just have to thank you so much for sharing everything and um, your journey, what your blog's philosophy is is about and, and, and why you even felt the need to create the blog. Um, I have to say, I'm just very, very touched and moved and I, I really appreciate you being so open with me. Thank you so much. Oh, of course. Well, it's just sharing my truth. And, um, you know, it's something that I do every day, and I'm always happy to share it with, with everyone. Um, because ultimately, my truth isn't so different than your truth. And all of the listeners out there, um, there's, there's parts of my truth that will ring true for you, for them. And that's what all connects us. And that's what's so beautiful about this world, if you engage with it, is you realize that we're all connected in many different ways. And through that, we don't feel so alone. And when we do have times of challenge, we know that there are so many people out there who will understand if we reach out and who will support us through it. Absolutely. Because if we're good to ourselves, we're going to be good to other people chances Absolutely. are and then wow yeah. it changes that person's whole day or the, or maybe their perspective on it their really situation. does I, I talk about that so much of the ripple effect you know yes. of of just the way that you conduct yourselves out in the world will will affect every person that you encounter and will affect every person that they encounter and so on and so on and so on and you know, I always try to go into a situation, whether I'm at the supermarket or a coffee shop or anywhere, and say, how can I be of service here? And maybe that's just smiling at someone. Maybe it's saying, hello, how was your day? Or maybe it's letting someone go in front of you who seems like they're in a hurry. Um, you know, I wrote recently about a blog. I wrote recently a, a blog on State of Slay called Nice Lady. And it's all about this lovely man who's a security guard at my local supermarket. And he calls me Nice Lady, and which makes me laugh because I've introduced myself to him. But that's who mm -hmm. I am to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I always walk in with a smile and I say, hey, how are you today? Um, because I watch people lots of people walk by him like he's not even there. And I'm like, this is a human being. He is a human being who's doing a job, and how can you just walk by and not acknowledge he's there? Uh, so I just started always making a point to look for him and say hello. And so now, whenever I walk into the store, he goes, hey, nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me smile, you know, and it, yes. and it, it works. Cause Sounds it makes like a great guy. And it makes me smile. But it's just about how we can be of service to those out there. We, you never know who you can affect even just by smiling at somebody. That might be the nicest thing that happens to that person all day long. And it costs yes. you nothing, you know, to say hi That's right. and smile. Um, it's, it's free of charge. It's free of charge. And so it's, it's just a beautiful gift to give to somebody. So when you g head out into your day... With that in mind, it's really hard to have a bad day when you're spreading joy and saying hello to someone else. It's hard to be in a really bad mood when you're doing that. <laughs> That's right. That's so right. It's a good way to get yourself out of a <laughs> funk if you're having a, a challenging day. And I'll use that because I know if I'm in a funk, then I need to do something nice for somebody else. And I, because I'm obviously stuck in my own head about something. So the best way to get get out of your own head is to do something for somebody else. And um, because then you're thinking about them and you're not thinking about yourself and it gets you out of that, that sticky spot that you're stuck in. Um, so that's a trick that I use quite often because it's uh, just, I'm like, ah, oh, spinning my wheels, spinning my wheels, spinning my wheels. I got to get out of my head. I got to think about someone else. Um, and that'll, and that'll always do the trick, but 
you know what, Stephen, it's just really about being the best, best that we can be. And That's right. I think the best that we can be. now there's so much anger and so much hate that we see mm-hmm. in the news, on social media, that, and those voices are so loud. It seems like the negative voices are the loudest. So it is, yes. it's becoming in, even more important that us positive people, the positive voices and the light, the bright light gets brighter and louder um, to get through all that negative chatter. So I, I encourage you, you I encourage everyone yeah, I encourage everyone listening to share their light and share their love uh with those people around them and and maybe through their social media as well. But um let's let's drown out the negative voices and, and continue to share love. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. That's well, well said. Um, thank you again, Carrie. And, and how can folks go about finding your blog? Uh, they can find the blog at stateofslay.com. So really, it's, it's just about going to stateofslay.com and you can see everything there. There's links also on there to all of the State of Slay social media as well. So I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn. Um, so you can get to all of those through stateofslay.com. And all of those regular State of Slay folks out there, if you're listening, I think all of you are just fantastic because um, uh, you just lift me up, and I just think they're just awesome. Oh, they're incredible. They're, they're so incredible. Um, and I encourage people, too, if, um, uh, to participate because uh, we're an incredible group, and we're very supportive and loving, and we love to hear from new people and, um, you know, we really are a community of support and love. So I always encourage you if, you, if you've been out there just watching or reading and not engaging with us, to please do, because we want to hear from you and um, we want to welcome you into our awesome uh, sleigh posse. Well, uh, Carrie Gonzalez, I just want to say, um, wow, this has been just an amazing experience for me. And I don't think I'm ever, ever going to forget this interview today. So thank oh, you well, so much. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that says a lot, Stephen. We've had some great interviews. <laughs> we sure but never have. never anything about nothing, nothing quite this deep and personal. Well, I found it to be just, uh, just so enlightening and emotional. And, and really, uh, I have to say, probably one of my most emotional interviews that I've had on the show as far as from start to finish. And just... Um, I just want to thank you for sharing what you did, and uh, I know it takes courage to share your story sometimes, but you just described your situation in, in such uh, uh, beautiful ways and with honesty, and, and I admire your courage and inner strength, by the way, because I know it takes a lot of that to, to, to get things going. So uh, I think my respect for you has just um, gone up uh, even more. Oh, Wow. And it was already oh, pretty high, you. so I might break the thermometer now, and it might just explode, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you so much. Yeah, I, you know, ultimately, um, anytime I may have any doubt or n- I'm not feeling as courageous, I know that sharing my truth um, is a way that I continue to heal and can also help someone else do the same. And so that gets me over any kind of, uh, hump that I might uh, come across in terms of courage or or wanting to share. I just I know ultimately that when I do, um, wonderful things come from that. And um, you know, some things are harder to share than others. And there's certain things that will pop up for me that surprise me sometimes. That will get me emotional or take me back. Uh, and I know that especially when that happens, that that's what I need to share because that needs to come out. So. Um, it's just about it's just about being ourselves and sharing our truth and um and that's all we really have you know it's 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 something that's personal to us and it's so powerful when we're able to share that with someone else it um, is self love it's we i can't speak enough about it yeah it's so important yeah. awesome well this has been a great chat it sure has carrie and uh, thank you again. 
um, so much, so very much. And I want to thank all the listeners out there for listening today. Um, you know what? We talked about a lot of topics, and I think hope might be a good way to sum up a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and a special thank you to my special guest, uh, who I always thought of as very professional and very talented, but now I see that she's also a very courageous woman as well. Well, thank you, uh, friends and listeners. Uh, by the way, I appreciate all of you more than you know. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on another episode of Hollywood and Beyond. Thank you. Send host Stephen Brittingham your comments and questions to Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. That is Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. Stephen looks forward to hearing from you soon. Hollywood and Beyond podcast created, produced, and hosted by actor and writer Stephen Brittingham. Thank you for listening.